0: Hallelujah, He abides with me. I rejoice in Thy day as I walk the way. For the comforter abides with me. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. The comforter abides within me, within us. Amen. You believe that, Amen. that God is in us. You know, there was a time where he was with us, but we can truly say that he's in us now. Amen. Amen. By the spirit of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So it's um, good to be here. We thank God for the invite and seeing all of you and seeing all of my brothers and sisters and some of my nephews. You know, we just, we just thank God for his goodness. Amen. You know, and I'm so happy it's not minus 40. (laughs) So y'all can thank, y'all can thank me for that later. (laughs) Amen. But we certainly appreciate Brother Ed. Amen. Wonderful brother and friend in the Lord. You know, one thing I love about Brother Ed, he knows how to encourage you. You know, um, he's a, he's a, he's, I was telling him today that he reminds me of the when we sing that song, What a Friend in Jesus. And in that song, it talks about God being a solence, You know, that's, that's what he reminds me of. Amen. The solence of God. Amen. So we just love God and we appreciate being here. Let's just bow our heads and we'll go right into the word of God. If you have anything that you want to stand in the gap for or any unspoken request, you can acknowledge it by an uplifted hand. Let's pray. Lord, Father, we lift our hands to you. Lord, for we know that you're real, Lord. And we know that these services are more than just a gathering, Lord. But, Father, you put something within us to want to be in this place, Lord. Lord, and we know that many are called, but few are chosen, Lord. And we're just so happy to be in the land of the living, Lord, where there's so much confusion and so much doubt. and, And people don't even know if you're real, Lord. We thank you for true substance, Lord. We thank you for true revelation and a and a, a a Holy Ghost by experience, Lord, to know that You've touched us, Lord. You've changed us, Father. You've made us to what we are. And Lord, we pray that You You just move in the service tonight, Lord. Forgive us for any ways that's not like Your ways, Lord. And any thoughts that's not like Your thoughts, Father. And keep us under Your atoning blood. And and Father, if it's, anyone gets the glory tonight, let it be You, Lord. Lord, we yield all our gifts unto You, Lord. Lord, and we want to give you our, our full attention, Father. Lord, both hearer and speaker, Lord, have the total preeminence. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Let church say amen. 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 If, you have your, if you have your Bibles, let's turn to um, Colossians, the first chapter. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hereby. We're going to read a familiar verses, passage of scripture, Colossians 1, and we're going to start at verse um, 21, and then we're going to go to um, Revelations uh, 10, verse 7, Colossians 1, verse 21, if you have it, say amen. The Bible says, and you that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet... Now hath he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight, if ye continue in the faith grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel which ye have heard and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I Paul and um, which have been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of his glory of what is, what is the riches of the glory of this mystery, according to the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. Revelations 10. 7, and we can pretty much quote this, but I like to read it. Amen. Revelation 10, 7, the Bible says, But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound. Amen. Now, that part has expired. That part is done. Can I get an amen? amen? So if that part is done, the rest of the scripture should be manifest. So if the seventh angel has sounded and that's done, the rest of the scripture says, the mystery of God should be finished and he ha- as he have declared to his servants, the prophets. Amen. May the Lord have the blessed reading of his word. You can have your seats tonight. You know, sometimes when you make statements like that, people, you know, we get fidgety and be wondering, where is he going with that? He's talking about the prophet is done and and all these things. And it's true, church. You know, the prophet has fulfilled his scripture. You know, he's done what he he's done, what God called him to do and every other prophet for that matter. You know, so we're not waiting on another special prophet to come. So that we could find our place, you know I want to use for a subject tonight the 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 mystery of the seed you know but I want to use for a a, a, a subject a a inspiration the hidden mystery of God so tonight you can see I'm kind of going to be dealing with that word mystery hallelujah but if we take the uh, the mystery of a seed or the mystery of God first Let's understand what a mystery is. You know, the definition of a mystery is something that is difficult or impossible to understand. But clearly, the Bible said, when the seventh angel sound, that the mystery of God should be finished. So, church, our life of us, you and I as Christians, understanding God shouldn't be difficult. Because the mystery of God should be finished. Living for God shouldn't be difficult. Healing shouldn't be difficult. Deliverance shouldn't be difficult because all of these things make up the mystery of God. So if we could just catch that God has come and his voice has sounded through this day that God has revealed himself. But he's revealed himself to a people, amen. He's revealed himself to a seed, hallelujah, that could be quickened. Hallelujah. But let me say that every seed, there lies a mystery within that seed. You can't just look at it and tell what it is unless you're a person that studies seed life. Hallelujah. See, right now, we're not just dealing. You can look at, you can look at an apple seed, and if, you've, you've, you, if you're a farmer or you're a person that plants apple trees, you can look at that seed and you can say, you know what, this is an apple seed. Why? Because you study that kind of life. Or you can look at a, a pear and say, this is a pear seed and all these things. But when it comes to us, you don't know what I am. You can't just look at me and say, that's a man of God. No, there has to be something that unlocks the mystery of my life. Hallelujah. And it's not my family. It's not my church. The only thing that can unlock the mystery of who you are is the word of God. It's the word of God that unlocks the mystery of the seed. Hallelujah. We're not dealing with just apples and oranges. We're dealing with the life of God. And throughout the scriptures and throughout generations, God has sent his word. Why? To unlock mysteries. Yeah. Hallelujah. See, the, the, the word mystery, let's look at it again. It says something that is difficult. And you know, in this day, they're trying to make Christianity very difficult. Yeah. They're trying to make just the presence of God, the knowledge of God, and just the existence of God very difficult. Why? because they're taking it as a mystery. But to us, God is not a mystery. He's real. God is more real than this pulpit. God is more real than this microphone. God is more real than this tie. Can you touch it? Touch it, brother, touch it. That's how real God is. That's how real he is, church. God is more real than the things you can see in front of you. You know why? Because he's not a mystery to those whom his word has unlocked. Hallelujah. You know, if I take, you take a seed, right? You know, and I'm going to say this because I got some good friends in here who can back up what I'm saying. How many like maple syrup? You know, there's a mystery behind that. (laughs) And we say, we can't wait just to go buy some good maple syrup. But what makes maple syrup maple syrup? (laughs) You know, it comes out of a tree. So the taste, the sweetness of the syrup is in the seed. But to get the sweetness and the taste out of that seed, hallelujah, it has to go through something. And we might look at it and we say, well, I know somebody who puts stems in the tree and when the winter comes, it comes down, drains down, wow, and now we got maple syrup. No, it's a little bit more strenuous than that. See, to get really good, good maple syrup, you know what you have to have? Really, really treacherous cold winters. So I'm sitting down south saying, I love maple syrup, hallelujah. I have to respect the people in Quebec. Because they're going through, hallelujah, all that cold and all those treacherous snowdrops and even sometimes blizzards so I can be blessed by maple. Hallelujah. See, the colder the winter, the more of the sap goes down to the root. Hallelujah. So it takes a cold, cold winter to get some good, good maple. Hallelujah. And without that winter, the sap would stay up in the tree. And therefore, there would be a shortage of maple syrup. So that's how God unlocks the mystery of maple syrup, by letting it go through something cold and treacherous. And sometimes God takes us as believers and allow us to go to a cold, treacherous stage in our life. Why? Because that's the only way he's going to unlock the mystery behind your life. By giving you some persecution. By giving you a trial, some tribulation. Because that's what's going to unlock who you are. That's why I love Paul. I'm trying to get to this place where Paul says, If I glory... I'm going to glory in the things that I have suffered. (laughs) I ain't going to be long. I'm about to close. (laughs) But we're going to hit some of these points and we're going to get out the way. Because I want you to understand the bride of Christ is a mystery to the world. You're a mystery, holly. The person sitting beside you is a mystery until the word begins to sound. <laughs> we all look alike until we get in these kind of atmospheres and the word begins to be preached. And if you hear that word and can demonstrate what you hear or you're receptive hallelujah, and you're a doer of what you're hearing, that shows that what you're hearing you're a part of. So you're connecting with the sound. hallelujah. You're connecting with the life. Amen. That word is unlocking your mystery. hallelujah. And in every age, Roseanne, hallelujah, when the prophet began to sound, there was a people who were unlocked by the words he was preaching. Hallelujah. So church, it blows me away with all these people questioning whether God said the prophet. So let me say it like this. Amen. If God did not send a prophet, I would be a football player. Hallelujah. Let me ask you something. How many of you have different goals and aspirations until you heard this word? And this word began to show you that there was a greater purpose. Hallelujah. There was something else different about you. And the more you heard the word, the more you begin to have cravings that you never had before. Where were those cravings coming from? Hallelujah. It was the word unlocking the mystery. Hallelujah. Some of us wanted to be big business men. See, your life was very difficult. Look at it—difficult or impossible to understand. And you know, to our families, we're a mystery. To some of our unsaved loved ones, we're difficult. <laughs> and some of them—they look at some of us and say, "You think you're better than me?" You know what I say, Johnny? I say, "Thou says." <laughs> I ain't gonna disagree with you. I'm gonna say, "Thou says." Because I'm trying to live the best life I can live. You know the world has a term that they like to say. I'm living my best life. But I beg your pardon. You're not living your best life unless Christ has unlocked the mystery of who you are. Hallelujah. So church it's very imperative that we come and hear the word. Because every time you hear God speak, hallelujah, it unlocks something in your life. Whoa, every time you put on a tape, every time you hear Brother Ed, you go back 10-15 years ago and listen to Hallelujah, Brother Hildebrand, and it quickens something in you. It begins to unlock. Sometimes I come to church, I feel like a transformer. Because there's something being unlocked inside of me. Hallelujah. Whoa! Church. But one thing we have to realize about God, God can only be seen by those whom he's connected to. You know, I can be in the mall just walking around, and I'm just a regular person. I'm a mystery. Nobody knows who I am. Go on the store, look at a nice suit, mm, this is nice, try it on. Put it back. I'm just walking through. Nobody knows who I am. But if my family is in that same mall, I can walk out of that store. And one of my girls will see me and they say, Daddy, I'm not a mystery to them because they know who I am. Hallelujah. We have a personal connection. Hallelujah. Though I'm in a place where nobody knows who I am, but those who I'm connected to, they know who I am. Don't you know that some of you in here right now, you're connected to my ministry? Yeah, right. That it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. You know, whenever you hear this gift, you're going to be blessed. Yeah. And the same with Brother Had, the same with all the other different brothers. Hallelujah. That you are connected to a ministry. I had people tell me, brother, I came to church sick, but it doesn't matter. Whenever you preach, hallelujah, I get healed. It's not me. It's the connection. Hallelujah. You're connected to this gift, and this gift unlocks healing for you. It's just like a pastor. Me couldn't be one. You know why? Because I don't have the patience. I don't have the mystery of patience like a pastor does. But, you know, I could say something to somebody in this church, and you ask me for some advice, and i will be like, well, the Bible says this, and the prophet says this, and I'm, and I'm laying it down, and I'm scriptural. And you'd be like, oh, I, I, I just don't understand. But then the pastor, the ministry you're connected to, you could ask him that same question, and he could be like, oh, don't worry about it. Just go read Genesis so-and-so chapter, and they'd be like, go read it, and they'd be like, wow, that's just what I needed. You know why? Because you're connected. Hallelujah. That ministry is there, hallelujah, to unlock you. Hallelujah. It's there, hallelujah, so you could be expressed. Ooh, hallelujah. Hey! Right. But you look at a tree and you take, amen, the maple tree and it takes cold, 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 cold winters for good maple syrup. We I have a Quebec of my sisters in here now she can back me up but it takes cold, cold, cold winters to get good 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 maple syrup and how many of us have benefited from that good 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 maple syrup but we overlook what it took or sometimes what it takes to get the blessing of what we're receiving hallelujah Sometimes we're just here and we're enjoying, but you don't realize, hallelujah, what somebody else is going through that you may be blessed. Hallelujah. You don't realize what it took for him to go way across Africa, hallelujah, travel all these different places and all this and that to be here Sunday to preach to you guys. <laughs> but that's just a part of his unveiling. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The next minister might not be able to do that. Hallelujah. But God equipped him to be able to do that and be able to stand here through all of that, get here and preach a good, sound, Holy Ghost-filled message that you might be blessed by. Hallelujah. And you will never understand, hallelujah, the mystery that it took to get that message. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know this is why it blows me away. You know, all these people critiquing and this and that about the prophet and that about the prophet. How many people know what you were before you heard this message? <laughs> Some of you men that are filled with the Holy Ghost and got good wives and good lives before you met your wife and before you met God, you know what you were? You are a snake. And so was I. But God came, hallelujah, to unlock my mystery. To show me that I'm not supposed to have the nature of a serpent. But I'm supposed to have the nature of Adam. Hallelujah. Well, that makes me want to shout. Hallelujah. Although I was born in sin, shaped in iniquity, that didn't unlock who I really was the world could not unlock who I really was I was there but I was out of place and then the word of God came and it began to show a whole another side of me amen. that the world has never seen before another word I want to use you know the prophet preached a message called a paradox and a paradox means hallelujah amen Something that's unbelievable but true. <laughs> I was born in sin, shaping iniquity with the seed of God inside of me. <laughs> unbelievable but true. I once did the things that sinners did, I once thought the things that sinners thought, I once craved the things that sinners craved. But then something came and it began to unlock and made you and I, all of us in here, a paradox. Woo! Woo! Unbelievable! But true. How many feel good tonight? Amen. Church, you know, as I look and I think about a paradox and You and I being a paradox. The whole Christian life is a paradox. Because they're looking at us and they may say, I just don't see how you can continue to go on in that. It's not us. (laughs) It's not you keeping yourself. It's the life within. (laughs) It's that mystery that you were born with. Hallelujah, church, think about this. I'm going to show you a mystery, hallelujah, that's been revealed, hallelujah. Look at it, church. Why were we born in this age? Because God put something in us that could overcome every demon, every trial, every tribulation. God put something in us, hallelujah, that could overcome anything the devil tosses out in this day. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The mystery behind it. He didn't let me be a part of Paul's church because Paul's church couldn't fulfill what we're fulfilling. So you say, why this day? Why this time? Why this hour? Because if you was put in any other day, you couldn't be unlocked. You'd be walking around like a mystery. If you was in Paul's day, you wouldn't even participate. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because there wasn't enough word coming forth in perfection that would get your attention. Hallelujah. Paul had to rebuke the church about love. Rebuke the church about this and rebuke the church about that. See, in your day, in our day, we don't need rebukes on everything. Because we hear it, we love it, and we live it. Hallelujah. That's why God put us in this time. Hallelujah. That's why I, you, me, we, us was not born in the horse and buggy age. Know why? Because it was too slow. Preacher, come out. God bless you, everybody. Today, we're going to talk about water baptism. A little too slow. I need a ministry in this day that tells me and says, We're not preaching Christ in a manger. (laughs) Uh uh. That's not our message. Christ in a manger. Hallelujah. Our message is Christ in you. The hope of glory. No, we're not preaching to the people that Jesus died in a manger. No, we're preaching to the people that Christ is in me. Hallelujah. He's risen. He's living. We are the attributes of God. We're not just the church of God. We're the attributes of God. Hallelujah. Church, do you know how the attributes of God, that means, you know how that works? That means the character, the nature of God is in his bride. Hallelujah. That means church. I remember one time I think I told this testimony. One time I was in need and I needed a blessing, a financial blessing. And, you know, I was driving up the road and I was thinking, Lord, I need this. You know, I need so much of this. I got to pay this bill, pay that bill. Ever been there? I'm gonna reveal a mystery tonight. <laughs> well, let me say, it's already been unlocked. And you know, brother Ray, I was thinking, I was saying, God, Lord, I need, I gotta pay this bill, I gotta pay that bill. And then, hallelujah, I'm riding in the car, and the word comes to my thought. And I was saying to God in my heart, Lord, I need some money to pay this bill and to pay this and pay that. And the scripture came in and said, Give. And it shall be given unto you. See, what we do sometimes, we miss God unlocking it. Because we're not one with what he's saying. I'm saying, God, I got a need, and he's telling me to give. That doesn't quite sound right, does it? But he's the God of a paradox. Hallelujah. Unbelievable. But true. So he says to me, give and it shall be given unto you. So I say, okay, all right. Heard that scripture plenty of times before. Let me tell you something. If you're ever going through something and in the midst, in the midst of that trial, in the midst of you going through it, a scripture comes, that's not just God tickling your ear. That's him trying to unlock the power to overcome Hallelujah. The word comes to be demonstrated. The word comes to make us overcome us. Hallelujah. God doesn't come just to give us a good scripture and says, my, that was nice. No. That scripture was my triumph. All I had to do was obey it. Hallelujah. And if I could obey it, it would unlock the next stage Hallelujah! of my blessing. So you know what I did? I said, okay, God, I hear you. You say, give, and it shall be given unto me. I said, okay. So all I need to do is find somebody to give to. So after I finished preaching, I preached for a week or so, and I went back home. I said, Brother a, who can I give to? I said, I'll give something to Mama. Mama could always use some money. So you know what? I went and took about $100, and y'all were like, $100? That ain't no money. live in my world. So I went over mama's house. My daddy was in there cooking. And you know what I love about uh, uh, people that are not fully saved, they don't play these religious humility games about blessings. Somebody trying to bless you because you've been praying about it. And a brother or sister comes up to you to bless you. And you say, oh, thank you, sister. Thank you, brother, but I'm good. Why are you praying if you're good? God is sending you the blessing and you're trying to be falsely humble talking about you good. And then you're going to walk away from that go get down in prayer and ask God for the same thing he was trying to bless you with. (laughs) That pride is something else. But what I love about people who, 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 you know, my dad's not saved. So, you know, when I got over there, you know, I couldn't leave him out the blessing. So I took some more money out of my pocket and I said, him. He was like, what this for? I said, for nothing. Just take it. He looked at me. He said, well, all right then. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't worried about what somebody think or, or, or am I not spiritual enough because you got to give me some money and I tuck it. He's like, thank you. <laughs> and almost did like this. <laughs> Come back another time. You got any more blessings? <laughs> but then I went back to the room. I had to, he was cooking breakfast, so I took the breakfast, went back there to her, to my mom. Say, hey mom, how you doing? Now I got the money and the food. And I go back and say, hey, Ma, how you doing? She said, I'm doing good, son. I said, hey, I got you some breakfast. She said, oh, thank you so much. And then I pulled the money out. I said, huh, oh, I want to give you this. Gave her the money. She just went into a spontaneous worship. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Father God, I praise you. And I'm standing there like you ain't going to say nothing to me. I gave you the money. just, hey, hello. I'm still here. She's like, oh, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Lord, I bless your name. Yeah. Your, your son. Never do anything looking for credit. Amen. If God is motivating you to do something, let's remember the, word, the key words. God is motivating you. That means it's God pushing you to do whatever you're doing. So all the credit and glory should go to God. Right? Hallelujah. So I'm standing there, Brother Ed. And I'm like, hey, Mom, you ain't going to... Me, your son, I'm here. I just gave it to you. Yeah. She just kept praising God. She was, she was so caught up. Till I left out of the room. I'm like, all right, Mom, I'm gone. I'll see you later. And Then I went and sat in my car. And I was, I was driving. God began to show me what was happening, church. The mystery of God. Hallelujah. Do you not know that you are a part of the mystery of God being revealed? That's not just a good quote. Hallelujah. But you are the mystery of God being revealed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, we're not saying anymore Christ, the mystery of God being revealed. But the bride, you are the mystery of Christ, God being revealed. See Jesus has come already and revealed that he is the Christ. Now you have to come and reveal that you are the Christ. You are that anointing. You are that life. You are the resurrection. Healing is in you. Deliverance is in you. The word is in you. You are the mystery of Christ revealed. In church I got in my car. The Lord began to talk to me. He was like, "Son, see, in that moment, you're wondering why your mom never told you thank you, and she was just there worshiping me." He said, "Because in that moment, when you gave her the money and she began to give me thanks and worship me and give me praise and everything, he says, in that moment, you were not her son. In that moment, you were Jehovah Jireh." Amen. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> We are God's attributes. And let me tell you something. If there's somebody in here sick tonight and you pray for them and they get healed, it's not you. It's Jehovah Rapha. It's the mystery of God being revealed. So that's why none of us should look for any credit. Because it's all God. Even right now you say my brother Diggs is preaching nope <laughs> it ain't brother Diggs cause I'm gonna have to go back and get the tape and listen to y'all pull cause I won't be able to preach this again like this ever again in my life because you're unlocking this message for your knees tonight hey Think about that, church. You got the power to make the preacher preach what you want him to preach. (laughs) That's why I'm not worried about preachers that come to church and you may think they may preach the wrong thing. You can't preach the wrong thing to me. You're going to preach to me what I want to hear. And I want to hear the revealed word for my day. I mean, one time, one brother came out of church, and he was, it's been years ago, before Bleed the to sign all this stuff, and he got all crossed up, and he was like, well, he ain't really believe the message no more, and he came to our church, a bunch of message believers. How you gonna come to a church with a bunch of message believers, and get up there and preach, and say you're not gonna preach the message? <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine you come to church expecting to see God on your seat, ready to pull, and a man get up and say, I ain't going to preach the message tonight. It's almost like, well, you might as well leave. (laughs) Because if you open that Bible and you start the preaching, I'm going to pull on what I want to hear. And I'm going to make you say what I want to hear from God. Hallelujah. You know, church, he got up there and he said he wasn't going to quote and he wasn't going to do this, but we kept pulling so bad that he he didn't want to say Brother Random name. So, Johnny, you know what he did? He kept saying, somebody said. (laughs) Somebody said every five minutes. Somebody said. Somebody said. Oh, we know who the somebody he was talking about. So it wasn't a mystery. Why? Because the mystery of God has been revealed. But church, as we look at God and we think about God is hidden and revealed in nature. Amen. I want to talk about two seeds real quick before I come down to a close. See, if you ain't at 30,000 feet with me right now, I feel sorry for you. (laughs) Hallelujah. Because I go up there, go past the clouds, fly a little bit, and then we start making our way down. It's going to be some turbulence now, but we're coming down. But you know, how many have ever heard of a... um, uh, Let me me get this right. I want to make sure I say this right. Because they are different kinds. How many have ever heard of bamboo tree? Well, not just any ordinary bamboo tree. A Chinese bamboo tree. Let's look at the mystery of a Chinese bamboo tree. You can plant a, a bamboo seed... In the right conditions, in the right ground. In the first year, you won't see nothing. But that's when you have to have confidence in what you planted. (laughs) Second year, don't see nothing. But you have to be confident in what you planted. Sometimes you may want to go back and take the package and read it. Yep, Chinese bamboo. Yep, Chinese bamboo. Yep, I planted it. You know what? God doesn't have to do that. God doesn't have to go back to the label and say, yeah, 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 I I planted bride seed. No, he doesn't have to do that. He knows your season. He can leave you right there in the ground, knowing you're going to come through, hallelujah, in your season. And you say two years, nothing. Three years, nothing. Four years, nothing. Some of you are like Chinese Bamboo. here for years and have given us nothing it's like a person on a job who's in a position and not putting out production what happens to that person eventually they're fired and I hate to say it if it was up to some of us some of y'all would be fired already it's been years and you haven't been putting anything out you're still a mystery (laughs) when there should be no more mysteries did you hear me there should be no more mysteries why because the seventh angel has sounded the mystery of Christ should be finished That should be enough for any person to come up to my, they the eighth angel and they the successor and they the this and they the that. Once that seventh angel sound, has he sounded? There should be no more mysteries of his coming. If you believe you have the truth. But you, you take that Chinese bamboo first year, nothing. Second year, nothing. Third year, nothing. Fourth year, nothing. But in the fifth year, In the fifth year, hallelujah, hallelujah, overnight it starts to grow. Every 24 hours, hallelujah, it grows inches and centimeters, inches and centimeters, every hour, every second, every minute, so you can actually see it (laughs) grow. Some trees are growing and you can't see their growth. But the Chinese bamboo, there is a season when you can sit down in front of it and you can watch it grow. You can watch it as the mystery of it is being revealed. Hallelujah, church. Hallelujah. And I want to say that God has been watching over his tree. He's been watching us grow right before his eyes. But what's so powerful about the Chinese Bamboo Church, hallelujah, in that first, hallelujah, growth spurt of that tree, within six weeks, it grows 80 feet. 80 to 120 feet. Isn't that powerful? Overnight, just like that. (laughs) Y'all know the word did the same thing in some of our lives. Some of us were smoking. Some of us were drinking. But when that season came, we were like. (laughs) Straight up to God. No hesitation. No reservation. Why? It was your season to be unlocked. And it didn't take, hallelujah, eight months of revival, six weeks. Yeah. Amen. Church, I liken it to the woman at the well, hallelujah. It wasn't five sermons or five messages or five hours. It wasn't no more than probably 15 minutes. And she was running down there with the mystery unlocked. Come see a man. You get in his presence and he'll show you who he is. Yeah. See what I like about God, once he unlocks the mystery of who he is, he unlocks the mystery of who you are. Because once she began to see who he was, hallelujah, she ran down there hollering, come see a man who told me all things. And the Bible says that everybody came out, why? Because of her. Brother Ed, I wonder. How much Chinese bamboo we got in here tonight? Some of you in your third year, fourth year, nothing. Still doing the same old stuff, nothing. But in that fifth year, you're like, look at me now. Bend me, I won't break. I was created for this pressure. Church, I'm amazed when I travel. Everybody all right? I can't see that clock, so let me me look up here. All righty. Church, I'm amazed that the more I travel and the more I see people who are supposed to be the bride caught up in politics, Some of you talk about Trudeau more than you talk about Jesus. Trudeau did this, Trudeau did that, Trudeau, 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 Trudeau. If you call Jesus' name like that, something might happen in your life. Trudeau is only doing what God allows him. And the same thing with Trump. Who cares? Trump did this and Trump did that. Trump, 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 Who cares? And what blows me away, some of you Canadians know more about my politics than I do. Let's not get lost in all these things that are going on. The mystery has been revealed. No matter who the president is, no matter who the prime minister is, we already know the outcome. So let's concentrate on what's been revealed. Yeah, Yeah, we're looking at it, we're waiting on it to become, but don't get so lost in it to when you're voting and you're like, "Mm, I'm going to make sure this doesn't happen. It's going to happen whether you like it or not. I know a friend of mine, He played a joke on somebody in his church. (coughs) It's kind of a cruel joke. (laughs) But it's a lesson to be learned. He called one of the saints in church a brother. A brother called another brother. He was acting like a politician because he knew this brother was caught up in all the politics. And this brother the one he called was a Republican. So if you want to get on somebody's skin, how do you get on the Republican skin? Act like a Democrat. <laughs> and he's supposed to be a believer now. So he called him and he was disguising his voice and, You Republicans are stupid. You know, he said all kind of insults and all kind of stuff. And the guy that's supposed to be the brother, he's getting so railed up. In, you Democrats are this. Well, I tell you, buddy, it was going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It was supposed to be a joke. And he was getting so heated to the Republican guy that he called. He got so caught up. He did like Peter and he cussed him. Brrr. What would you do? If somebody in your church <laughs> that you fellowship with had a hidden mystery, remember they're not supposed to be any mysteries. The real you is supposed to be revealed when you come here. But you know, I believe God allowed that to happen. So he, he cussed the brother and the brother that was playing the joke he didn't know what to do next so he, he was like because okay. he wasn't expecting that that was a mystery revealed that <laughs> this brother was sitting in church and he could get so caught up in politics that he'd lose it and say something he's not supposed to say once you come to God, the world should have no more hold on you. Let's be honest with ourselves. Because, one thing about God, if there's something in you, God's going to put you in a situation where it comes out. He's going to unlock every mystery about you, one way or another. Hallelujah. But if I can, hallelujah. Tell me about 15, 20 minutes. Can I get by 15, 20 minutes? Come on, i, I, like, I like the uh, 15, 15, 20 minutes? 20, 40, 60, <laughs> 80, hour. Amen. Hallelujah. He said it. <laughs> but you take the bamboo in this season, hallelujah, because of the way the seed is built, it reveals a mystery, but it takes a little time. Amen, another tree, another seed I want to talk about, unlocking a seed, hallelujah, is a tree, and I love talking about this tree right here. It's called a large pole pine tree. You ever heard of it? Not large, large. L-O-D-G-E. Pole pine tree. The thing about this tree, hallelujah, it's not like the ordinary tree. Hallelujah! I want to read you some of its characteristics. Hallelujah, hallelujah! Listen, hallelujah! Listen to this tree, hallelujah. The large, pine, large pole pine tree. It depends on fire to regenerate. <laughs> oh, Most trees die when fire begins to happen. But this tree depends on a fire that it may reproduce. Hallelujah. What does that sound like? That sounds like a bride tree. Hallelujah. Amen. When we depend on not just Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit and fire. Hallelujah. It's the fire that unlocks the mystery of the pole pine tree. It depends on things getting heated up, hallelujah, so it can unlock. Oh, Listen. Oh my. Listen, church. It says Large Pole Pine is one of the first trees. Listen to this. Listen to his character. It said the Large Pole Pine is one of the first trees to invade after a wildfire. <laughs> after a wildfire? This tree begins to invade the territory where everything else is dead. It begins to take up grounds to produce. Hallelujah. In a world where it looks like everything is dead, God has us here to invade this earth. God has us here. Hallelujah. Around all this deadness that we may reproduce. Hallelujah! Look, it's the first thing. Hallelujah! After a wildfire, it invades. Hallelujah! It's cones. Listen to this. It's cones. Everybody ever seen a pine cone? They look like they're useless, right? Useless, but not in this tree. <laughs> Woo! Oh my! Listen to this. Its cones are protected by a seal of pitch. Whoa, that, reve- that requires fire or heat to release the seed. <laughs> so it looked just like ordinary pine cones there. But it takes the heat, hallelujah. It takes the fire to release the seal that the life, the seed may come out. Doesn't that sound like the bride? Yeah, hallelujah. hallelujah. It takes a Holy Ghost atmosphere, hallelujah. For you and I to be released in here tonight. It takes a church service to get heated up so that the mystery of who you are can be revealed. That's why we don't need cold, dead, formal, powerless services. Because you'll stay sealed. But when that fire comes, it loosens it up. And the mystery of who you are, hallelujah, begins to come forward. When everything else around it is dying. (sighs) Listen to this. When everything else around it is dying. And the situation looks tragic. In the midst of that atmosphere. Is what it needs to produce. (laughs) So then like the Bible says. Beauty. Hallelujah. Death becomes beautiful. Hallelujah. He says, beauty is the death of my saints. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Oh, my church. And we wonder why we go through things. Because God is unlocking your mystery. Oh, my church. Look, it says, this allows the seed to stay on the tree. All the ground for many years until (laughs) disturbance provides suitable growing conditions. So sometimes God will allow a disturbance to come in the church so that life can come forth. He will allow, hallelujah, people that's close to you or loved ones to backslide and go in the world, hallelujah, so He can unlock your prayer life. Hallelujah. So God is the God orchestrating disturbances yeah. just to reveal who you really are. But that's the large pole pine. Hallelujah. It takes heat and really, really tough bad conditions for it to reproduce. But when we look at the mystery of God in life, how is God revealed? God is revealed in the life of the believer. I want you to pay attention now. I'm about to close. Hallelujah. We're not so much just depending on a good word to come forth. No, we're looking for a good life to come forth out of that word. Because many can hear the word, but how many can do it? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So God is revealed out of the life that's obedient to what they heard. Hallelujah. Let's look at God being revealed, church. God came to Noah, and he told Noah, it's going to rain. That was his message, but it was a mystery. (laughs) Woo! Brother Ed, I'd never be able to preach this again. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. His message was a mystery, but what was being revealed? An ark? No. No. That message was not about an ark. Hallelujah. That message was about, hallelujah, God being a God that can bring a people through tribulation. Hallelujah. So there was a bigger thing being revealed than what the eye could see. The eye could see an ark, but what was the ark testifying to? Hallelujah. That it would take you through tribulation. So the message was God can bring us through. in a world where people were so wicked and, and God said he, he repented him that he ever made man. He sent a message, hallelujah, to one man and the Bible says that Noah did what? He found grace. Do y'all see all the mysteries that were being revealed in that, hallelujah, particular scene right there? It was bigger than a boat, hallelujah. God was being revealed in what? In grace, hallelujah, and deliverance. in a boat because as long as Noah stayed with the message hallelujah he saw what the hand of God church if we go through the scriptures I'm almost there see what we have to do hallelujah we have to take facts and put them to the side and take faith I'll take, I just preached a message in Calgary. I'll take faith over facts any day. Because some of you got some facts, hallelujah, that that, that, that that's standing before you, hallelujah. But I guarantee you, your faith can overpower it. Let's look at the fact reels for a second, hallelujah. Isn't it a fact that a thousand men are stronger than one? That's a fact, hallelujah. It is Maybe what? 150 to 200 people in here, I'm not a good judge. But I take, hallelujah. If God tells me, hallelujah, that I can stand on one side and I'm stronger than the rest of y'all, if we get a rope, and have a tug of war, I'll take God any day. Amen. And I'll tell all of you guys, line up on the other side because I got God on my side. I'm not dealing with the facts of strength. I'm dealing with faith, hallelujah. Amen. And it is a fact that a thousand men are stronger than one. Will you tell me how did Samson destroy a thousand? It was his faith in the covenant word that God gave him. So I will take faith over facts any day. It's a fact. That once a bone gets dries, hallelujah, it loses all of its strength. Right. And you can literally step on it and it will crush. Is that not a fact? Yeah. Will you tell me, how did an old dry jawbone, hallelujah, go upside the head of a thousand men? So don't give me your facts of what the doctor says. Yeah. Give me your faith. Amen. It's a fact right now that the earth is spinning a thousand miles per hour. That's a fact. But is it affecting us? <laughs> Is it affecting us to believe in God? No, not at all. Because the things are facts, hallelujah. It doesn't affect the element of faith if you can just believe God, hallelujah. It is a fact, hallelujah, that there are eight planets, nine planets, how many? I I wasn't that good in science. Somebody tell me. Nine planets. It's a fact. See, some of y'all afraid right now because I'm challenging you. You're afraid to say amen because you're like, I don't want to say the wrong thing. You're missing it. I'm not dealing with facts of what you know. I'm dealing with what you can believe. But it is a fact that there are eight planets. Hallelujah. Let me ask you something. What's keeping them there? Explain that to me. What's keeping, hallelujah, Mars there and Venus and Saturn? Those are the only ones I know. (laughs) Jupiter. Yeah, that's the one with 12 wives. 12 moons, that is. But what's keeping it there? Is it the fact that there's something in the hemisphere that's keeping it there? Wait a second. (laughs) You say it's the gravitational pull. Wait a second. Let's go to Hebrews 11. (laughs) I love to slap the devil in the face. I love it. Scientists say it's it's the gravitational pull of this and the gravitational pull of that and that's why this is there and that's why that is there. I will take faith over facts any day. And for those of you who are studying science and you say it's gravity that's keeping it there, I'm going to prove you wrong. It's not gravity keeping the planets there. It's not gravity keeping the earth there. (laughs) Woo! Hallelujah. Hebrews 11, amen. Hebrews 11 verse 3. Listen, the Bible says Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So what's keeping those planets there? Hallelujah. It's the word of God. It's God's own faith in what he said when he said, let there be. And it was. It's not gravity. It's God's own faith. It says through faith we understand that Pluto was framed, that Saturn was framed, Jupiter, Saturn. What's keeping it there? Faith and not facts. Amen. Right. Wow. As I prepare to close. So, if the word of God, if the faith of God can do this, <laughs> it can keep the planets in place for thousands and thousands, hallelujah. And check this out, hallelujah. I looked it up. It's a fact, hallelujah. Hallelujah. That from one planet to another, it's at least 25 million miles. <laughs> That's a fact. But God's not that far. <laughs> church, you got faith, God is not 25 million miles away. He's right here in this church tonight. I will take faith over facts any day. Oh my. Let me come down. I'm having too good of a time. But you know, Brother Ed, we apologize for enjoying God. Why? Because people say they're tired that's your facts faith don't get tired faith don't quit it is a fact that Goliath was a giant and David was a boy (laughs) and that he was a warrior from his youth (laughs) and that David was just a youth That is a fact that David, hallelujah, was going up against a giant who had fought way more battles than he did. But you give me faith, hallelujah, faith will say, hallelujah, I'm going to chop your head off and don't even have a sword. The fact was, he came to the battle, hallelujah, with no weapons of warfare. Yeah. He just came with faith. Hallelujah. The facts was that Goliath was nine feet tall. The facts was that he had brass all over his whole body. Yeah. <laughs> but one element of faith found that one spot where he could be defeated. And that's what your faith will do to your facts. Hallelujah. Doctors say, you got diabetes. Give that doctor some faith. And that faith will find the one spot where diabetes can be defeated. It'll find the one spot where cancer can be defeated. It'll find the one spot where blindness can be defeated. It'll find the one spot where depression can be defeated. Give me faith over facts any day. It was a fact that Rehab was a harlot. But her faith, her faith made the seed of God come through her loins. Hallelujah. So we're not dealing with the facts. Listen, what was the mystery of Abraham's life? The mystery of Abraham's life was what? Faith. All the things God was taking him through to do what? To unveil the mystery of faith. To show us that as long as you stay with what God promised, hallelujah, you will get the benefit of what he said. And what I love about God, God will always take us in situations that seem the worst. He takes Abraham and Sarah when they're way past the ages of bringing forth children. Why? Because God is not dealing with the facts. He wants to unlock a mystery. And what mystery did he unlock? He unlocked the mystery of faith. So much that Abraham became one with God he started to speak things into existence just like God did because God told him and a 90 year old woman you're going to have a child hallelujah amen and by the time it got to that spot Abraham started doing what God what the mystery was unlocked Abraham hallelujah he said I'm the lad going to go and I'm the lad going to return the mystery of faith was now being revealed Hallelujah! And when they got to the place where he had Isaac there on the altar, he said, hey, Isaac, remember this. The Lord will provide himself a sacrifice. And what happened? Out of the thicket, here comes a ram in the bush. Yeah. What unlocked that mystery? Faith. Yeah. Abraham's life. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, my. What was the mystery behind Isaac? Isaac was the mystery of love. He was the mystery of love. God unlocked that mystery of love through Isaac's life. Hallelujah. That you could take a woman named Rebecca. Hallelujah. Who never seen Isaac and fall in love with just hearing about him. Never saw him. Never been in his presence. All she had was a testimony from Eliezer. Church, the mystery of Isaac has been revealed. Hallelujah. Through what? The words of a prophet. We heard from Eliezer and he revealed the mystery of Isaac who is Jesus Christ in love. He didn't even know who she was. (laughs) And what unlocked the mystery of this marriage? What unlocked the mystery of, hallelujah, Rebecca and Isaac? Hallelujah. What unlocked that mystery? Hallelujah. It was, hallelujah, Rebecca being able to fulfill the vision. (laughs) Woo! She unlocked the mystery of the prophet's vision. That's how Eliezer knew who she was. And that's how the whole world will know who the bride is. We can't unlock the mystery of Malachi 4. His message was not about him, his message was about Rebecca and Isaac. Are you catching the mystery? Have you been revealed? You should be. Because remember, when Rebecca, hallelujah, saw Isaac, she put on the veil. But who lifted the veil? Isaac. It was Christ, Isaac, the type, revealing that bride. Church, if you are revealed, it's because Christ wanted to show who you are. Hallelujah. Oh my, y'all, I'm trying to come down. There's a lot of turbulence we're going through. (laughs) Listen. We take Paul. What was the mystery of Paul's life? What was it all about? What was all the things Paul would do? What was it all about? Paul's life was the mystery of pain and suffering. But what was the mystery behind pain and suffering? that you can still have joy through your pain and suffering. Yet, it's your pain and suffering that's going to give you joy. (laughs) Because we watch Paul, Paul say, I glory in the things that I've suffered if I find any joy, if there's any consolation, it was that time when I was in the ocean a night or a day. Hallelujah. It was that time I was whipped with stripes. Hallelujah. It was that time I was bit by a viper or maybe this one. It was the time I was thrown over a wall. (laughs) And in all that suffering, he says, but I count it all count it all talk to me church I count it all anybody going through something is anybody going through something that pain and that suffering is trying to reveal the mystery behind your life Paul was so caught up hallelujah In being revealed, he was talking to Festus and Agrippa, and he he was so caught up. Paul said, "For this purpose I came." They got him bound up and locked up, and Paul turns around and look at him and say, "For this purpose I came. I love to go to jail for what? The excellency." of Christ mm. what a mystery catch it now remember what we started with I got one more and I'm going to quit I'm trying remember what we started with a mystery is something that's difficult and hard to understand but then once we read Revelation ten seven, it says when that seven things will begin to when he sounds hallelujah, that the mystery of God is finished so church, hallelujah. we shouldn't be sad when we're going through things because the mystery has been revealed. We should know that the, when the Bible says that all things work for good, that it's going to work for good Whew. Oh my Paul had got to such a place. that he could be in jail and still get used by God. Eating bread and water, still getting used by God. Cold. Didn't have a coat. You know, in one of his letters, he says, and after he finishes, he says, and yes, could you bring me a coat? Suffering had no hold on him. It was a joyous occasion. I'm going to close with this one. What was the mystery of Joshua and his church? It was the mystery of adoption. But what's the mystery of adoption? The mystery, you want to know how to be adopted. The mystery to adoption is you got to fight. You have to fight for your inheritance. You have to fight for what God has left you. You have to fight for your possession. The only way you're going to enter into your adoption is that you must first fight. Hallelujah. We say, Brother Jesus, I don't know. Well, let's look at it, church. Let's look at it. I'm going to close my Bible because I know it's time to go. But let's look at it. Hallelujah. What made, hallelujah, Joshua's ministry so effective? God told him exactly what to expect. He said, Moses, my servant is dead, and Joshua, I'm going to use you. He said, but look here, what I want you to do, I want you to be strong and very courageous. I want you to be strong and very courageous, and you look at how many times God repeated that to Joshua why? Because God was telling him, There's going to be a lot of fighting in your church, Joshua. Well. Joshua, there'll be nothing to stand before you, only he said, Everywhere you go, I've given it to you for possession. Only be thou strong and very courageous. Hallelujah. You say, oh, Brother Diggs, I just want to be adopted. You better keep fighting. You better keep fighting. And sometimes you have to fight things, and you don't even know what it is, but you have to stand your ground. Stand your ground and believe what God told you. Hallelujah. Look, Joshua is so caught up in the battle, hallelujah, that Joshua, amen, is thinking about what God said. Be strong and very courageous. I've given it to you for a possession. And he's fighting these people. Be strong and very courageous. I've given it to you. Be strong and very courageous. I've given it to you. Be strong. Son, stand still. his ability to fight he got to one place he was back there praying and then he, he looked up and he seen somebody shining all glistering in the sun but all Joshua could think about is nothing would be able to stand before you although this person in front of him was a mystery Joshua wasn't concerned about that All Joshua could think about what was revealed to him. God told him, be strong and very courageous. Now an angel of the Lord is standing in front of him, and Joshua said, identify yourself. I know you're a mystery, but you got to reveal yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Come, musicians, I'm closing. Come, come, come. Church, I want you to understand what unlocks the seed. What unlocks the mystery of your life. I'm going to close with this. Every seed, listen to me good now. Every seed has to be planted in filthy, dirty conditions. How many ever see the seed planted? Planted in beach sands. Nice white beach sands. Get for some apples and or some oranges. ever seen any apples or oranges on the beach? <laughs> nice pretty white sands. You ever seen any? I ain't never seen none. <laughs> to get the things that are valuable, it has to be planted in dirty, filthy conditions. Because it takes that atmosphere, that darkness, that mud, and all that to mix to what? Unlock the sea. seed. Hey, it takes the temperatures from the sun and the atmosphere of the mud and, and the darkness and all that to pull back the shock so the life can come forward. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you're going through something, maybe God is about to pull forth life. So don't look at your life and be like, oh, God, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, Jesus. No. <laughs> be like, Lord, I thank you. Because Amen. Amen. it takes mud and muck and snakes and frogs and all of that stuff for the lily to come forward. Yeah. Yeah. Dirty, nasty conditions. And it comes forward. And you know why it's why, while it's coming through all of that, all of the potential of what it is, is in it already. Yeah. Yeah. You say, Brother, why am I going through this? Because God knows your potential. Yeah. So, church, don't be dismayed. Don't be discouraged. God is unlocking the mystery of the bride. And in some of our cases, we should already be unlocked. Not unlocking, you should be unlocked. Because the mystery of God is finished. We know who he is. Church, we know how to make a rapture. We know the signs of the time. What is it that we don't know? You ought to be confident. When things come up, you ought to say, this too shall pass. Let's pray. I'm closing. Hallelujah. If life is a little tough for you right now, I want you to change up the way you pray. Don't let your prayer be a prayer of defeat. Let your prayer be a prayer of triumph. Say, Lord, what are you trying to show me? What are you unlocking? What is the mystery behind this? Because God doesn't do things just to do it. There's always something that he's trying to achieve. Let's pray. Bow our eyes. Bow our heads. Close our eyes. Lord, we thank you. We give you the honor and glory, Lord. And Lord, your word can hold the planets in space. Surely, it can control our lives. It can control every situation, Lord. Lord, it can give jobs where a job is needed. It can give healing where healing is needed. Because you're the master of every circumstance. And Lord, we just pray that our approach to your throne is right. Lord, that we won't doubt you based upon the facts. But we'll take faith over facts any day. Faith in that there is a resurrection. There was a God who gave his life for the sins of the whole world. And we don't have to live a life of defeat. But we can live a life of triumph through the blood of Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray for our loved ones that are lost. We pray for those who may be sick in their body. Lord, those that may need a touch, those that may need encouragement, Father God, help us to invade the area, Lord. Where there's so much trouble and so much sadness and sickness upon the earth. Let us be like the large pole pine, Lord, in those conditions to bring forth life again. Lord, we thank you. We give you honor. We pray to bless this church. Lord, the pastor, Lord. Lord God, and all the ministries within, Lord. Father, you just keep your precious hand upon them. And we give you all the honor and glory. In Jesus Christ's name. Let church, amen. Brother Ed.
1: May not stand together. There's a mystery in our lives. And even we ourselves, I I, I was just thinking as our brother was talking, what a beautiful thought of being unlocked. I have to have a password for different accounts. How, How many ever forgot a password? And you punch it in, and all of a sudden you're locked out. (laughs) You ever been locked out? (laughs) And then you got to go and you you say, you go go to a certain cell phone or a certain email, we'll send you a new password. How are you going to get it? Your head doesn't know what it is, but your heart knows what it is. Moses had an intellectual conception, but when the real light flashed, then he knew who he was. The seed was laying there. Amen. Is the seed there? Amen. greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world amen i thank god that there's a mystery he's unfolding amen you know who doesn't know what the mystery is the devil doesn't know (laughs) he thinks i'll beat these guys down how come they keep coming to church how come they keep praising me i don't understand them (laughs) amen i just feel like singing a song and i just want to praise the lord and I just want to give him the thanks. You know, Peter and or a Paul and Barnabas were in jail one night and they were in stocks. The devil thought he had them. And he said, you know any good songs? Oh, I'll just sing a song. I feel like praising him. I feel like praising him. And they began to sing and they began to sing. And the mystery of the God within them came out. Amen. Why don't we sing that? I feel like praising him. I feel like praising him. Praise. here well.